0: Blog Talk Radio. Yes, you have reached the wacky world of yes, your host, Miss Act.
1: I get to talk to Superhost!
0: Yay! I've been going around the house shouting in joy with this one for the past couple days. And yeah, well, you have reached the wacky world of, or have you? Not sure when we hear this. Opening bit from Superhost show on
1: it's super host.
0: on Miss X Radio. Boy, I am so thrilled today that Marty Sullivan, also known as Superhost, we're going to go to him in a few minutes. He was a great inspiration to me, and he is one of the reasons that this show, that I do the show today, along with Big Chuck, Cooley and all the other 70s, early 80s hosts that I grew up watching when I was but a wee little child, when Miss X was but a small child, in. Parma. Yes, I said Parma. There are you <laughs> Clevelanders out there. You know that I've been going all over the Internet this past week telling all the Clevelanders who grew up in the 70s and the 80s up to 1989 who remember Superhost being on Channel 43 in Cleveland, and Parma actually, that you needed to tune in. And you would not believe the response I got. Every single person said Superhost is cool, and some other things, and then they said, I'm tuning in for this one. There's even a guy on YouTube who has an entire page dedicated to Superhost, and I want to remind you that if you are trying to get into my chat room, uh, you need to go directly to my homepage at blogtalkradio.com slash miss hyphen X, okay, because that's how we're going to do it tonight. Chat line in the little chat room is open right on the home page. So you need to sign in. So go ahead and sign in and go right to logtalkradiocom slash miss x. Now, at the top of the show, in the superhost tradition, I have some listener mail right here in my alabaster hand. I hold the following. People that actually wrote to me this week people that actually join as listeners or fans to this show. I heard from the following people. A guy called Morbid Imagination sent me a message. Oh, the Goo Cameo Committee sent me a message this week. How cool is that? I heard from a guy called Rotten Randy. Also from Pogo, whatever well, that might be, Mask that ooh, ooh, we're going to need that tonight because we're going to be doing the Werewolf. Our movie tonight is going to be The Werewolf of Washington. How appropriate, huh? Anybody that's on my homepage right now, you can type your little chat question in right there at the top of the page, right where you see show notes. And remember, if you want to call in and talk to Soup, Come on soup ah, on you call six four six five nine five two five seven nine. Oh, I also heard from a girl named Monica and a guy called disinformation this week. And I remind you again Miss X is appearing at Cinema Wasteland in Strongstville, Ohio. First weekend in April, and I have this guy called Ben Strawn, who is an illustrator out there in L.A., out in Los Angeles, and he's doing a caricature of Miss X that I'm going to bring for everybody to see at the Cinema Wasteland, Out there in Los Angeles, he is. That's the deal. Now, without further ado, we're going to go to our very special guest for tonight, and that is... Marty Sullivan, also known as Keeper. Hello, you're on the air. This is Ms. X.
2: Hello there. How are you?
0: I'm fine. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing just fine, thanks.
0: Oh, great. I'm so glad you were able to call in. You know, we had such a response from people when I told them, on, you know, via the Internet that you were coming on to me. <laughs> it was,
2: That's very they nice.
0: Were so... They were so happy, you know. I couldn't. I, there's even groups, I guess, on YouTube and on MySpace that are dedicated to super hosts.
2: God bless them.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. And now I was telling them that. Well, actually, I was telling you when I was emailing you earlier this week that I used to. Uh, this is kind of full circle for me because I um, I used to watch you like a lot of other kids growing up in Parma every Saturday afternoon. And we would uh, set our dolls out on the couch.
2: Your little doll? Hello.
0: And turn the living room into a theater. Pretend we were in the theater and watch your show every Saturday. (laughs)
2: That's amazing.
0: And the the dolls
2: didn't give you any trouble? They didn't want to watch uh, something else? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, we were the parents, so we told them, you know, get up and get the candy. We even made them go up to the popcorn and the and the candy vendor. You know, we pretended to have them get up Shut and do up that.
2: Shut up and watch
0: the TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mother would walk through the living room and say, okay, let's get rid of the dolls now. Could you guys get the dolls off the couch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really creative kids there. Either that, or we were just a little wacky. I don't know, one of the two. But. Now, you know, they they got a lot of your clips up on, on YouTube, of course. You know, the uh, the Convoy one is up there.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> so by,
0: yeah. Did you want to tell them a little bit about some of the skits you used to do? Because, you know, we have a worldwide audience, so some of the people that aren't from Cleveland, we want them to know about Superhost, too.
3: Oh, okay. Hello, world. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: well, uh, as I understand it, the the television station, 43, back at that time, was an independent TV station. And right. though our coverage area was not very big, we were UHF, uh, we were picked up by a lot of cable systems. And uh, uh, people over in uh, Pittsburgh and down in West Virginia and stuff used to watch the show with some regularity, too, because they picked it up on their local cable system.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. I got a call from a chap over in a suburb of Pittsburgh who was a big fan. He made uh, I've forgotten his name at the moment. I don't have it in front of me. I apologize, but well, I'm getting old. (laughs)
0: Oh, well. They had um, something. Well, thing that was unusual that you did, I think. First of all, I believe you started off on radio yourself, didn't you, on Wgar in Cleveland?
2: Right. I worked, my first job in radio was down in Peru, Indiana, and then I moved uh, back up my, I was born in Detroit, so a lot of family was there. And Mm -hmm. I worked for two stations there, uh, WWJ in Detroit and WJR in Detroit. Then I moved to a TV station over in Jackson, Michigan, and I was there when uh, Kennedy was shot. Uh, That's where I was working at that point in time. 1963, I think it was,
4: wow. and then I moved,
2: a friend of mine moved to Cleveland as a news director for WGAR, and he called yes. me up, I want to know if I want to be a newsman, so that's wow. a newsman in Cleveland.
0: That's great. Yeah, well, it's a hard market to get into, I've been trying for many years,
2: yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: remember I remember when I was a kid in high school, we had a taping for a TV taping at Channel 43. You know, they used to do those Christmas choirs and that, all that kind of stuff. With the oh, that's Christmas. right.
2: We had a whole day of Christmas choirs,
0: yeah. Right. And our school, Valley Forge, was there. So I remember we were this – is, this is what's so great and how recognized you were. You were in your regular street clothes because you were also a nude man, of course, on Channel 43. Right. And – and we were the kids were outside and we all yelled superman you know superhose hi right, superos and I remember you turning to us and going hi kids
1: <laughs> like,
0: oh, oh, oh what a thrill you know I mean some people would just they would ignore kids right they just probably probably shirk that off but you took the time to say hi so we appreciated that.
2: Well, there and, are some uh, celebrities who are downright rude to their fans and I think that's awful because without those right. fans they wouldn't be celebrities.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's true. And another thing I remember, of course, well, people don't know, Superhost wore the Superman costume, you know, on the show, but he also wore the three-piece suit and the very excellent voice that you have, that we wish we had (laughs) for radio and for TV. You know, you would be on doing the news. And I remember my dad saying, and I remember I'm like six or seven years old, right? So he says to me, "Uh, that's Superhost when you were doing the news. Right. And I thought he was—I thought he was choking. I—I I didn't believe him. I said, "There's no way that could be the same person." That's how you know different the two, the two were. You know, that's how great your show was. I mean, you—that's how you got into your character for the show.
2: That's right. I, there's a photograph somewhere out there that somebody took, of me with the top half of me. I've got my news clothes on, and the bottom half. I got the big sneakers and the in the bottom half of the. <laughs> The super suit on and I'm standing behind the news desk doing the news
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>.
2: <laughs> because the wow. news came on right in the middle of my taping time for soup
1: oh wow!
0: Well, <laughs> well I was I got some people here that are on um you know on the internet of course now it's the internet every the word gets around we got a lot of hosts on this network here and a lot of them are from like Cincinnati Columbus you know all over Ohio but all over the world too so I'm telling, asking the hosts that I know in Cincinnati who are in the chat room right now. I'm asking them if they, if they had ever seen your show, down there, you know. Because like you said, it was a UHF, and apparently got, you know, people had cable and stuff. It's possible they could have seen it.
2: It's possible. I don't. Know. I really don't know whether it was down in Cincinnati or not.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But when I, when you said West Virginia, I thought, well, that's that's pretty cool. Now what like are they doing now? To, excuse me. Oh, oh yeah, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> okay. Oh, I was gonna, I was going to say that now with the um, digital TV coming in, you know, there'll be more chance to pick up stations. Cause I don't have cable. I mean, I've never had cable, so said <laughs> if you get a digital TV now, you'll be, you know, you'll be able to see some of these shows that are more than just the local shows. But I'm, I'm sorry that they took the local programming off. I really think that kids are missing out, and I've been saying that for years. They, they're just missing out on an era that is gone now.
2: Well, fortunately, there's people like you who are still interested in that sort of thing and they're getting a crack at it through you.
0: Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm trying, you know. I started the show uh like I said cuz I just loved watching you every weekend and watching big Chuck of course with Hannah and all those people. And I know that there was surprise that there was a lot of interest for, you know, for those shows. I you know Ohio's kind of um, unique with that, though. I think there's such yeah. a, a such a fan base in Ohio. People are just love this kind of stuff. They love horror movies
1: and stuff.
2: Oh, they were great, and I, I, they remained loyal to me for like 25 years when I was on the air. So yes, yeah. they're oh, long wow. suffering people in Northeast Ohio, and now putting up with the weather. Good Lord.
0: I, oh, it, it's terrible. I can't wait, actually. To wait. See, what's great about the Internet radio is you can do the show from anywhere. So, you know, I could do the show from California, I guess, if I wanted to, and get out of this yeah, terrible weather. <laughs> now, you're living in Oregon now, and I believe it's like on the coast. So that's really nice. Like right along the ocean there, the town is? Yep,
2: I'm right on. Just about 10 miles from the northern California border.
0: Wow, that would be great.
2: It's absolutely now that, gorgeous.
0: Now, you're, now, I know that uh, your show, uh, the Superhost show, went on the air, like, I think, 1969. Do you know, was it in the fall of 69?
2: I think it was, uh, like, October, November, somewhere in there. Wow. Okay, I did, then I was a long ba- time ago.
0: <laughs> that means I'm getting old. I'm still in my 30s, but barely. <laughs> <So
2: I'm getting> <laughs> like, <laughs> I've got underwear <laughs> older than that.
0: <laughs> Two great things happened that year, right? Or 1970. <laughs> God, the, the birth of Superbowl and the birth of Max. Yeah, okay. yes. <laughs> I was going around telling people this week. I'm like, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy to speak to Can I just talk to people that you idol, you know, that was like your your hero or somebody you really, you know, were inspired by in childhood. It's pretty right. strange.
2: <laughs> who said that? Dana Carvey and what's his name? Bra- Myers said that in that one movie they were in. We're not worthy.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. And on Saturday Night Live. We have, um, I think I mentioned this to you. We have a guy in uh, Cleveland, actually Amherst, so he's kind of uh, west of Cleveland, Dale Kay. And he does a show, and I'm on his show. It's a cable show on Amherst Cable Channel 98. Got to get that plug in there. And I'm telling you, they're great people. They, they do the, you know, type of thing, kind of like Big Chuck did and that. We do the comedy skits and we show the old films. And I uh, just wanted to throw that out because I know he's listening. I know he, I think he's in our chat room actually right now. And anybody that wants to call in, you know, talk to Marty. Talk to Superhost, 646-595-2579. Uh, I think that, actually, we do have him on air, right? Okay, we have a call for you right now. Go do it. Hello? You're on the air.
3: Uh, Hello, super host. Hello there. Who's this? My name is Dale Kay, and I'm the fellow she was just talking about with Spook Show on Amherst City Cable.
2: God bless you.
3: I hope you're having a good time with it. I'm loving it, and no, God bless you, sir. You're an inspiration for what I'm doing. In fact, of all the super uh, of all the horror show hosts that I watched, yours was the only one that my parents approved of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true
2: <laughs>
3: that's good. I tried to keep
2: all the blue material off of it
3: and and we're almost uh as family friendly as yourself, not quite, but almost there i-, I my own children are on the show uh with me, and uh Miss X has been on and is going to be on again soon. And God bless you for all the memories and all the great things that you did on the air. Well, that's very kind Thank of you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Absolutely, it, it, w- it was great. In fact, I've even had the good fortune of having a few youngsters send in their artwork like they used to do on your show. That I've had oh, the good that's fortune to show.
2: isn't
3: it? You yeah, never it see is. more
2: honest artwork than that.
3: No, and 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 oh. kids are just wonderful. They're in awe. They're uh, they're great. They are indeed.
0: And you got to think, too, that Superhost did a show. It's four hours. He did two movies, uh, Stooges, you know, the cartoon, everything that you love when you're a kid, right? Yep. I think today, if we were doing that live, we would be, <laughs> oh, man, too, too long. I always wanted the host to come in and, like, say, oh, this is a scary movie or something right in the middle. And that's the thing with the live show that, you know, we're kind of lucky to be able to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I to- remember we ran the – you remember the little shop of horrors? movie? Yeah, uh, sure. Big Chuck ran that one. About the the plant that ate people. <laughs> it it was a
3: funny movie. We showed that a uh, couple of months ago on Spook Show.
2: Right. I had that on Superhost once, um after Big Chuck had run it for a long time. And then uh, uh the transmitter went down right in the middle of my show, so I didn't get to show uh, the little shop of horrors, and everybody had tuned in to watch it. So the next week, we had a, a different movie scheduled, so I put a little shop of horrors on what they call a Moviola and ran it at fast, super fast speed. So I ran the whole movie in about three minutes. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. You I remember that. that.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> took some guts. <laughs> Not too bright, you, I- but it worked out.
0: And then I think you said, "Hey, we ran it. You can't say we didn't show it. We showed it." Right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. That's why I told him. I said, "Well, we ran it like as promised."
0: And what I loved was the shorts that you would have going. You know, with the de- 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 music. Oh, and the select shorts.
2: Ted Shorts. Yeah. What? Yeah. Somebody <laughs> wrote in once and said, "Who's this Ted Shorts
3: fella?" Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh,
3: well, have I have role. to. I have to run. Marty, super host. So nice to hear from you.
2: Uh, good luck with your show. It is grand to talk to
3: you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Thanks,
0: Dale. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, yeah, he would, he's great. Uh, like I say, Dale's got that show, and uh, he had heard one of my radio shows one time, and, he, and, I, and I said, I've always wanted to be on a horde, you know, to either host a show or come on a show. And he said, oh, come on out, you know, to Amherst. and he's They're great out there, I'll tell you. Yeah. Talented, talented people, too. I think they're the only ones um, in the area now actually doing a show, you know. And uh, I know that, like, Chuck didn't, Big Chuck didn't want to do it on cable. He didn't want to continue it. That's what I heard. Because I thought, well, he hey, this is
2: going. 30-some years, he's probably tired of it, and you run dry oh, sure. after a while.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't and then it you Italy? have no-
2: I got a friend oh, okay. of mine has got a blog of Neil Zerker. you remember him from Channel 8 with sure. his one-tank trips? Okay. Well, he's got oh, a sure. picture on there of a little car that I had years ago.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: I, just if anybody wanted to pop into Neil's blog, there it is.
0: Well, they got the, I, I was looking on one of the – I can't remember which site. It must have been a Cleveland site, and they had the, a car that you had um, driven or taken in the parade, which I thought was cool yeah that was a little blue
2: three wheeler, yeah that's the picture he's got.
0: <laughs> they don't do they don't do stuff like that anymore. Well, we got we do have a host out in Akron and uh he does some of that kind of stuff. you know he goes to the parades, but I don't know it's just it's not the same. That was an era that was great. I'll tell you like the seventies and eighties I think was really excellent.
2: I remember and, the first parade I had that vehicle in was the Hall of fame uh parade in Canton you know oh, wow. for the football game and I was in the parade with that little vehicle but it was kind of panicky driving <laughs> driving it down on the expressway down to Canton because uh, the little it was a little teeny vehicle and when you got up around 50 miles an hour it would lay like, the front end would like bounce and you'd change lanes <laughs> for no apparent reason Gee. So it, it was a scary vehicle to drive but
0: Oh, man. It was fun in the
2: break because it went two miles an hour, you
0: know. Oh, did it? It went two miles an <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we be sitting in it today. I don't know how many people could fit in that. It looks so small when you see it on the screen now. It really Well, I, I
2: had a friend of mine drive it, and I sat on top of it so people could see that I was, you know, with oh, it.
0: Oh, okay. And then, they, you know what else we got online? I know that you're kind of, I heard that you're kind of Internet savvy. You know your way around, um... I think uh, internet's better than I do, but they have an interview with you and Fred Griffiths from Morning Exchange. Oh, oh yeah,
2: that I was think. that was part of a, a DVD I made up. Yeah, it was. Look, uh, we had done a takeoff on Fred Griffiths' show, on the <laughs> Soup Show. Oh, oh 40, that was it. Yeah,
1: yeah Egg yeah. Exchange.
2: So then he had me on his show do an interview. It was great fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, like somebody pretending to call in and say, "What, Fred?" You know, they didn't know who dude, what the show was. Uh-huh. And then you're you're telling them who is this? Who's calling? You
1: know?
0: Yeah, they got the best people. I'll tell you, this is this area, but Cleveland, as far as TV and that, the local stuff is great. It really is. Now, did you have um? Did you ever have a favorite movie that you sh- somebody had asked me to ask you this? Was there a favorite movie that you showed on your show? You know, what would be your favorite movie?
2: Oh, yeah, well, I had several, but uh, they were all oldies. Uh, the one it was called Forbidden Planet.
0: Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Okay. With
2: Robbie the Robot and all that.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That like robot was... Really... Go ahead.
0: I think, that, I think that robot was in um, so many films, you'd see him popping up in, like, a lot of the '50s show, you know, '50s TV, and then in the in the movies too.
1: Right,
2: he was oh, in Lost in Space and Danger, Danger. <laughs>
0: yeah, is <yeah. laughs> he? He probably should be in the Smithsonian or something. he so maybe he is. Who knows? He's popular. Well,
2: he probably, probably goes to some of these fan shows where the you know all the Trekkies and everybody go to.
0: Well, you know what? They have the Cinema Wasteland one coming up, and this is going to be the first year I'm going to, because I never go to the Star Trek and that kind of stuff. I'm not too into that, but this one has all the horror hosts from TV. I'm telling you, there's this one guy I interviewed on my show. He's been on Detroit TV since like 71, and he's still on the air, you know? So they all these people come to the Cinema Wasteland convention, and I guess, they kind of make a name for themselves. Like even the fans that come there make a name for themselves because they stand out with their costumes and whatever and I just think that's kinda of neat. They have like um some of the old some of the old actors from Little Shop of Horrors have been there in the past. I think that uh Audrey was there a few years ago, the actress that played Audrey. So I think that's always neat, you know, to see the people. I do, too.
2: I think it's people trying to relive some of the good times of their childhood when they're watching TV and, you know, doing whatever they please as kids.
0: I just, yeah, I just hope that kids nowadays have something like that, you know, rather something they can have that's enjoyable, something they can look forward to. That's what I, like, would like to do. Have them... Have them know that it's going to come on Saturday afternoon. We even do, sometimes I do a show here Saturday. But, you know, on the radio, obviously, it's not the same. I mean, you could show, you can play the cartoons, but it's not like seeing it, you know. It's not like the Right, scene. right. Yeah. Well, the
2: business has changed so much that there's so many more outlets for TV and stuff that it's, yeah. it's an entirely well, different time for right, Well,
0: that's, yeah. I, it, you know, and I guess you can't go backwards. I guess they're, they're never going to return to it, but uh, I guess the only thing now is cable. Maybe cable shows, but some of the yeah. local shows still still do the horror thing. Exactly. The one I remember that scared me uh, that you used to play was Horror Hotel. Huh. Horror Hotel with, oh, I think it's Christopher Lee. It, yes. it was a It was a hammer horror, one of the hammer horrors. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're a little kid, and you're you're thinking, ah, oh, this isn't gonna scare you. You know, <laughs> Dad was sitting there, and he said, "Is this gonna scare you guys? This looks, this looks pretty good." And he kept he sat there and kept watching it. So when when Dale interviewed me on his show, the Spook Show, he asked me what was the scariest movie, and I said, "Well, <laughs> that was the one. That was the one." And you used to show. What was it? The Screaming Skull. Remember that one?
2: I do indeed, yes.
0: I got that as a gift for my birthday, and my uh, brother attached a note, and it said, this is, from, this is your movie from your old pal, Show Soup, you know? <laughs> he remembered that you used to show that. <laughs> I couldn't believe that you people would remember, you know, but they did. And I, I
1: said, oh, yeah.
0: Well, of course, that's it's all on DVD now. Yeah, you can get those on DVD and stuff. True. Yeah. Those were the two ones I remember the most that you used to show.
2: Yeah, I remember and for I, for a while we showed some Japanese ones with Starman. You remember that by any chance? Star I remember
0: God, I remember Godzilla. I remember that.
2: Oh yeah. I, I that. remember Godzilla, yeah, please.
0: <laughs> and you know, on radio you gotta get you can only play the ones that are in the public domain. Same thing with T V, you know, but I was looking everywhere for Godzilla that I could play on the show tonight when you were coming on because I know you used to show those a lot. I think Ghidra and Mothra too.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh man, well, thanks so much for the memories of that because that was that was really something. You know, I don't think I ever met you when, well, except at the Channel 43 thing that one brief time, but I didn't come out to I don't remember us coming out to any of the events to meet you. And that you think. I know you were on for 20 years. I can't believe we never came up to any of the events. I don't know what, what the deal well, was, was. We lucky. lived right like,
2: <laughs> I came up uh, shortly after I retired for one of the Goularty Fests.
0: Oh, great. That's and where, I came uh, back
2: to town another time for the uh, AFTRA gave me an award of some sort. or No, the National mm-hmm. Academy of Television Arts and Sciences.
0: That's right. You did receive. That's very important, everybody, because, you know, a lot of people, sometimes they don't catch the show here live, but they listen in the archives, which is great with right. the internet. And, yes, um, Superhost won that at the National Academy of Arts and Sciences.
2: Right. I, I, I got the longevity that's... award.
1: Oh, was, that, was it really? Is that what it was?
2: Well, no, it was a, for a lifetime achievement kind of thing. Oh. You
1: know?
2: I never won an Emmy, so um, they gave me a, a silver bowl, said so. Here, this will have to do. <laughs> oh! Geez.
0: And what about for your announcing as far as, you know, I know you started out and it was like a bowling alley. Channel 43 was was broadcasting, which I can relate to, <laughs> believe me. Yeah, it was in the,
2: the, the kids' uh, nursery of the bowling alley. They had a nursery out back. And we mm-hmm. took over that space to put our equipment in when we started broadcasting until we built a building. Right. it's definitely true and the announce booth was uh, built right next to the little mini toilet they had for the kids in there but it was terribly noisy it was a little bitty uh, facility but when you flushed it it made a horrible noise you know so they had a sign in there that says do not flush when announcers on the air
0: I, I was thinking of that. I saw, I read that on the uh, internet on some of the sites. I was laughing. I was thinking, I was thinking oh gee. Well, you know, whenever I think I have a bad job now, I can just hey, at least I'm not. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that, right? <laughs>
2: <That's> right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's mean, yeah. what you don't have to put up with. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah, uh, did they did they like rent out uh, the space? Is that what they did? They rented the Channel Forty Three rented the space in there or what?
2: Yeah, we leased the space until we got the building built.
0: Oh, I see, I see, okay. And then I, I'm so out of it that I go down, you know, I haven't been down day driving years, and I went down there a while ago, and I still think that the building's there, and I'm, re- oh, the building hasn't been there for years, but no,
2: they tore it out that. when when the Hilliards went in across the street. I think it was. Or Macy's. I'm not sure it was over there now. It used to be Higby's uh, in the mall there. We were what? directly south of it.
1: Yeah. Well, you
0: know, they moved in all those stores and stuff. And I don't know. I liked where it was. Now they got the, everything's downtown, which downtown Cleveland, which I guess is good in a sense because everything's sort of consolidated now. Yeah. Know, it,
2: except for parking wasn't as good as it was out there in Barmouth.
0: No, that that is for sure. I mean, you know, I grew up in Parma, so it was you know that was pretty close for us. It's a, a few miles away. So yeah. the times, the times, the only times you come back to Cleveland now would be uh, like you mentioned for the Gallardi Fest. Which
2: I I'm did familiar. that once. I haven't been back since. Oh, it's just I, I you know, how how awkward it is to fly. Uh, I I don't travel well anymore. And I hate oh. going through all that security garbage.
4: Oh,
0: yeah, that, taking your shoes off. You know what I do now? I just wear those flip off shoes and <laughs> say, forget it. So yeah, least, flip-flops,
2: the only answer.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is a pain. And who who would want to leave Oregon anyway? You're right along the, the coastline. That's beautiful.
2: Yep, so. I walk down the corner and I look at the ocean.
0: Oh, I'm je- I'm getting je- even more jealous now. I'm telling you, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, gotta, I had one question because I probably not get a chance to ever talk to you again. You know when you did the um, the skit with the convoy thing? Who were the guys? <laughs> I still picture it in my mind now. You know the guys that were they're probably crew members or something. They were doing oh, a dance.
2: Was, yeah, they were crew members. Uh, two of them turned out to be directors, uh, and one is uh, doing sports on the East Coast somewhere. And let's see. I don't know what the other guy's doing now, but his wife used to work for Channel Three, and he was he was a director in town for years. There were three of them. And there, Joe Zapata. Oh, I'm. I can't remember the other two two guys' names. Oh so boy. They're going to be mad at me now because they're going to remember their names.
0: Yeah, but that's a good memory. We're talking about 30 some years ago, I think. Yeah, we
2: called them the three convoy cuties because they did that little dance routine in between the.
0: That's what I loved was the dance. We used to get up and do that. Probably a lot of kids probably did. (laughs) Get up and dance to it.
2: Yeah, that trucking Um, convoy, blah, blah. Yeah, I remember now.
0: Convoy um, still goes through my mind sometimes. Well, you know, like that's what I love about the internet—you can look up these clips. You know, I mean, because are they out on DVD? Is there any way? I think you said you had put together um, some kind of a DVD or something where you know fans could uh, could see yeah, the older.
2: the senior there's a, a website, the senior thing in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've forgotten the the name of the it's uh it's a uh, Cleveland, oh boy, I, I have to email you the name of it. Uh,
0: I think I know. I think I know what you're talking about because it's senior something. I because I, that's why I originally saw uh, an article come up for you. It's either right. They, they
2: have they have copies of that DVD that are available that people can get.
4: Oh, that's And the profits go to
2: the senior uh, outfit there, so I thought that'd be a good thing. If there's any profits, they can use it.
0: Well, I'll tell you, you were a class act, and you don't find many. I've worked in different areas of the media for a long, long time, and it's really hard to find someone that would, you know, like you said, not be crude and and just and funny, you know, and still be funny without having that have to stoop to that level. Something I feel really strongly about too.
2: So I'm really yeah. glad
0: you did. One of the few that did. <laughs> One of the few.
2: I get embarrassed when I see somebody. Telling dirty jokes just for the sake of telling dirty jokes, I mean the audience yeah. laughs, but I think they're embarrassed as well
0: well, yeah, that's the, and I often wonder the person telling and talking that way aren't they embarrassed that's i I think you should be embarrassed for talking that way, especially in front of women there's yeah. not um there is there's no respect, and I think it's because women put up with it, see as long as women keep putting up with that. And then it right. will continue, where, as I don't put up with it, you know, I say, you know, remember, you know, ladies present, they used to say.
2: <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of people grow up using that language and they don't realize they're using it, I think.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's...
2: It just that's slips true. out because they've used it all their lives and their parents mm-hmm. should have told them it's not the thing to do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they do learn it at home. That probably is where they learn it, and they don't like you say they they, they become adults and it's just like normal to them, I guess, to talk that way, speak that yep. way. And what about Detroit? Do you ever do you have family up there anymore, anywhere in that area?
2: No, no. Most of the family moved out. My sister moved to Texas uh, with her husband and family, and mm-hmm. there's nobody I know back in Detroit anymore. I had a cousin live back there. Uh, he just passed away recently. So.
0: Oh, oh, sorry to hear that. They have um, uh, still have some hosts uh, that come on this internet thing, and they talk about how they used to host shows up in Detroit and the Ghoul and all that, you know. And
2: yeah, I, I guess, remember. I guess a, a chap by the name of Sir Graves Gastly used to. Work oh
0: yeah, sure. He's uh, you know he's on my um, he's on my MySpace page thing. Uh, yeah, I love that name. I was talking about him last week. I said, oh, I got a letter here from Sir Graves Gatsby. That's like a great name to say. I talk about a catchy name. I love that."
2: Uh, uh, he passed <laughs> away recently too. So.
0: Oh, jeez. this mo thats terrible. This must have been a a dedication site. You know, people put up these sites, and you don't—you never know if it's the person, the actual person, or just a like a fan site. It's kind right. of so. You know I don't like that because you can't always tell who who's emailing me or you know who who is this. But there, yeah, you know, there's a surprising amount of them still left. And in California, it's got like a base of late night horror hosts still going around. And I don't know if they do it like on an independent station. I guess I don't know. But I'll I'll turn on like you know um, the not, I guess you'd call them UHF channels up here, and I'll see these hosts uh, broadcasting from Los Angeles at night, still doing the, the movies, which which I love. I love the old, those kind of movies. Now, a lot of people thought those movies were badly done. Well, take it. Yeah. They were pretty well done.
2: I think I got hooked on the horror movie genre when I was watching uh, Goularty. Oh, yeah? Ernie Anderson. Oh, oh yeah, because I was working oh, yeah. for an ad agency at that point in time, but every every Saturday night I'd have to be on watching Ernie and Or maybe it was Friday night. I'm not sure. It was late at night anyway. And it was yeah. great watching him, because he made such fun of the movie, you know. He
1: yeah, are in it. the
2: movie.
0: <laughs> got to be like, la, 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 like a nut like me. Well, like real um, uh, hyperactive, you know. <laughs> and his son makes movies, too, now. His
2: yeah, son kinda, his son it, is a highly thought-of director in Hollywood now.
0: hmm I remember that when he first came out with the movie, I was, oh, geez, yeah, it must have been like 10 years ago, the first one he did if not more. I remember reading about that, and I thought, that's pretty neat. And he said he'd get off the the plane in Cleveland with his dad, and everybody knew Ernie Anderson. He's like, man, my dad is hugely successful there. He's like an icon, you
2: know? Oh, yeah, he was a legend in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, well, it's got to be a place (laughs) where I don't know anymore with Channel 8, but... Oh, well, maybe they'll keep on. Do you think they're going to be doing away completely with UHF then when they go to this digital TV thing, or yeah, I guess?
2: I really don't know. Uh, there, There's still a, a market for over-the-air TV. It, it can't all be cable and stuff. But now, of course, there's direct satellite feeds and with hundreds yeah. of channels. So I don't know.
0: I'll tell you, it's a lot harder because there's so much. I think there's so much competition too, like you're saying with the cable. I mean, there's so many hosts and they're everywhere, you know. Like, except locally, we don't have any locally anymore. No, right. they, except well, they got the Son of Cool in Akron. That's the only one I can watch now. And you know, I, I still have the old aerial, so it comes in all snow with the snow snowy channel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you'll man. have
2: to will have to come into the twenty first century soon.
0: I know, isn't it? it's, it's so pathetic. I can't believe it. I'm sitting here and watching snow. Channel. I just realized nobody else had that.
1: It's just me who has that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I
0: wanted to ask you one other question. How did the um? How did the idea for the well, obviously the Bionic Woman, but the <laughs> and people who don't know, Superhost did a skit where he would <laughs> he would run through the field with a wig on as the moronic woman with the blonde wig. How did that, right. that come to you just, just from the bionic woman?
2: Yes, exactly. We watched uh, Lindsay Wagner and the bionic woman. That was your real big TV show at that time.
0: Yes, and, it was.
2: Um, some of the guys on the, at the station thought, why don't we do a takeoff on that? That'd be fun. So I dressed up sure. in my super suit with a couple of balloons and a blonde wig and but <laughs> running through the woods and they took slow motion pictures
0: of it so that's funny <laughs> i'll tell you nowadays we do you know i don't know if you've ever watched the show house uh house md it's a, right I've MD. Never well dale k who was called you earlier he does louse <laughs> He takes a take off on it louse <laughs> md <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny
2: It's funny, the guy that plays the lead in that uh, House series is an English actor,
1: Uh,
2: and uh, he's mastered the American accent, though. But anyway, the first time I saw him, he was in a movie with uh, Gina Davis about the little mouse.
0: Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. yes, Uh, and I saw him... I used to watch him on a BBC show he did called Jeeves and Wooster, and so I, I knew the actor before I knew that he was on House, and I saw him on House, and you're absolutely right. I mean, that's amazing how he, he could think he was from America, the way he speaks. So,
2: Right, so he's, a, he's, a he's got the accent down perfect.
0: Oh, I'm telling you. Uh, I actually got a message from uh, the guy that used to work with him on one of his shows, Stephen Fry, another actor. Stephen Fry does comedy skits and stuff, too. He's a British actor. And, you know, I couldn't believe I got a response. Same thing, like, with you. I said, oh, Superhost, he's never going to (laughs) respond. I was just, like, throwing out this email thinking, oh, no, no, he's probably never going to want to come on a radio show. (laughs) Well, we're thrilled that you did. I'm sure a lot of people would, you know, would have liked to have called in and talked to you, but they're probably not up at 11 quarter to 12, and they're out having fun on a Saturday night. (laughs)
2: Yep.
1: Well, I, I remember when this.
2: I when I grew up as a kid I was uh, it was all radio there was no TV when and uh, that was the medium I loved the dramatic radio you know where they they did shows on the radio the different
4: yeah. dramatic
2: shows Inner Sanctum yeah. and Lights Out and some of those were all radio shows originally
0: Yes and you know, I had uh parents that well, my parents were I'm not gonna say their age because they'll probably be mad, but they're probably like about ten years younger than you. And they they grew up uh, with radio, and they introduced me to all the old shows. So that's how I got into Jack Benny and all his mannerisms and way of speaking, and all the funny shows, you know, Burns and Allen. I loved, and the dramatic one, and the dramatic ones too. I listen to those, and they, and they even got whole like channels dedicated now just to old-time radio. I've seen that.
2: You know, uh, yeah, you can buy old radio shows on the tape and stuff now, too. Probably yeah. on, on CDs, as a matter of fact, now. Oh,
0: man. On radio... Mystery Changing the formats theater. on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't keep up with this stuff anymore. You know, obviously with my uh, old snow channel coming in channel 35, I, don't, I really don't keep up with technology, but pretty much forced. <laughs> You're pretty much forced to now, I guess, keep up with it. Some people won't even learn, you know. Yeah, you know,
2: what the government's saying, okay, there'll be no more analog TV after the 17th or something, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I better get going with my, you know, digital TV. This is going to be a lot more expensive and get rid of the, uh, the old. I still have the, the rabbit ears. Yeah, I do. I still have the rabbit ears. My little 16-inch or 13-inch, whatever it is. <laughs> Get with it.
2: You're stuck in the '50s too aren't you?
0: <laughs> Well, you see, this is the problem when you got well, you're around older people all your life, I guess. I, don't know. I had relatives, before. oh, they were something, and they were older people, you know. So. so, and I met all their friends, and I, I guess they just taught me to be frugal. You don't go out and buy, oh, no, you don't go out and buy anything new. You can just keep this old, you know, use the rabbit. ears cheap as
4: well. Oh, I remember yeah. my
2: folks telling me, what are you leaving the lights on for? Are you trying to make the electric company rich?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, Eddie used to tell me, the house is lit up like a Christmas tree. Right. If
2: I close the down. door. Are you trying to eat the outside, too?
0: Huh. No, yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no. so we have to pay the bills. Oh, well, when you're a kid, you know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you think that. you got that coming?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And kids, I don't, I don't want to sound old and say kid nowadays, so I won't, I won't say kid nowadays are even worse with that. You know, guys. The, oh, they're talking about the uh, the uh, guy who directed Frankenstein in the chat room, uh, James Whale. Direct, yeah, he, James Whale directed the original Frankenstein. Now, uh, did you show any of those on um, on your show? Like yeah, I like, think
2: we did show the original Frankenstein.
0: Yeah, I love that one.
2: I don't think I we ever to... got to show Young Frankenstein, though, no, the the uh, Brooks one, Mel Brooks version.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, because that came out in 74. Yeah,
2: remember that was a I really enjoyed that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, my mother loved that one for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. That was with Peter Boyle, and he was a, yeah. Frankenstein,
2: and the Bride yeah, of Frankenstein it. was good too. I don't remember who directed that.
0: Oh, I got that right on my home page here. I always play that at the beginning of every show. Yeah. I play the Bride. Oh yeah, Bride. Bri-
2: Lanchester's screaming. With yeah, white streaks <laughs> yeah. <in> her hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, she shrieks like uh, like a, like a hissing sound. Like um, I think she said she imitated the swans in the in the in the park to. You know, to sound that way on film, she would, before when they were filming, obviously, know, right. she would go to the park, and she picked up, that's how she picked up that weird kissing noise that she made. That was, a, that was kind of a bizarre film, but
2: it was great. Yeah, she and Charles Martin were married for years.
0: Yes, they were. Yes, they were. A long time. I must, I must have been, like, what, 30 or 40 years? Well, until he oh, died.
2: No. Yeah, there was so. a whole different crowd in Hollywood then.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. And they were one of the longer last, well, one of the longer lasting marriages, I guess. Yeah,
2: Jimmy Stewart
4: a... too. You
0: know. Yeah, everyone always tells me, and they're like, well, you think of one actor that stayed married, and that's what we always use him as the example: Jimmy Stewart and Paul Newman. He was married a good long time too.
2: True to Joanne Woodward, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, they're all excellent, all oh, tal, talent, very talented people. So that's probably lying. They are. They made it work somehow. I don't know how. Charles Lawton was incredible.
2: Yep.
0: Wasn't he wasn't he in uh like a hunch hunchback in Notre Dame, yeah.
2: He was. Yeah. And uh before him was Lone Cheney Sr. in a silent version of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, I have never seen that. I've only seen clips of it. And that's where he, of course, had to wear that really heavy makeup. Oh yeah he was talking about i think he actually injured <laughs> got injured eventually because of some of the, some of the makeup that he had to wear for these film events
2: well, yeah they made a story of his life uh, with uh, i think jimmy cagney was in it
0: oh well we got another caller here did you want to uh, take one other call here
2: yeah let me take one more call my ears getting well, flat though so
0: i know we're going to be letting you go here i'll just take this one call after okay this. hello you're hello you're on the air with Superhost and the deck.
2: Hi. Uh, hello there. You're crazy.
0: Who is this? Oh, I don't know who that was. Sounds <laughs> that like a some <laughs> somebody, somebody from the 210 area code, which which, which was very strange. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. <laughs> Maybe that was somebody that was waiting all these years to talk to you and then and got on and said something that I couldn't even hear. So. <laughs> well,
2: there, there are people like that who like to just... Uh... Make noises, odd sounds. I
0: guess. Uh, well, that's why. That's why you know what we need is a screen, as a call screener, and we don't have one. We just take them, take them as they come live.
2: Right. So the loons know. can call in if they want.
0: Well, you know what's good though, we have their numbers. See, so anybody that calls in, we we can uh, take the number down and tell them, hey, you call back here again. We're gonna know that you called. So oh, he, the number comes, good. the number comes right up. You know, on the screen.
2: Cheers uh-huh. for technology! Yes.
0: <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on the show. I wish we could have met in person, but hey, this is the second best thing, right?
2: <laughs> it is indeed, and thanks very much for thinking of me.
0: Oh, gee, are you kidding? We are so many people here. i tell, asking me. I even had uh, my cousin who lives in Texas, and she said, "Super host is cool." She doesn't know, so she remembered <laughs> it. So there you go. Well, thanks. It was an honor and a privilege to speak to you.
2: Nice talking to you, Ms. X, and the best of luck to you.
0: Thank you. Well, bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, that was Super Bowl. Yay! I got to fulfill one of my one of my uh, goals here by talking to somebody that influenced me in, in life and influenced the show. And anybody else? Bye, Soup. We all loved you. That's what... Dale Case, that's here in my chat room. And now, we are going to get to the remaining part part of the show. And we are going to go right into, as soup would say, we're going to cut right into
1: the flick.
0: I never knew what flick meant. But we're going to go right to our film, which is Werewolf of Washington. We're going to do some talking about werewolves later on tonight, too. But for now, we're going to try to load this clip. Because this is live radio, you all. This is the internet. Not like on TV where you get to do a couple of takes. Take! And go back to, you know, three or four takes. So, there you go. You know. And thanks again, everybody. What you want to do is you want to go to YouTube at Superhost Cleveland. You can find out all about soup. Because soup's on! And you can also go to, well, you can go to MySpace and do a search. And you can also go to Google and search Marty Sullivan. That was Marty Sullivan, super host. Now we're going to go to Werewolf of Washington, 1973. See you later. Happy screen.
1: Happy screen.
0: Everybody's got to stay tuned for Werewolf of Washington, and then when we're done playing this, I'm going to come out and tell you the history of werewolves, because Miss X very often howls at the moon. Ow. My wonderful, wonderful, wonderful head that is always, always, always able to tell what my audience is thinking. But you guys are getting bored right now because the wonderful electricity and energy that is host is off the air. So you know what we're going to do? This is what we're going to do. I am going to play a little clip as we go to a little break. I am going to play. Bye, man, that was awesome. I am still riding on the high of talking to Superhost from my childhood. Oh. We are going to play my little clip when it comes up here from, this is a little musical interlude from House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill. Wacky world of, it sounds better with
1: headphones on. I'm not Richard. Just a minute, I'll show you the only really haunted house in the world. Since it was Bill and said you. Son Hunter 2.
0: Whee! Well, where is everybody? Yes, where is everybody right? My favorite line. And all my great excitement, I'm talking to one of my childhood heroes there, Superhost. Isn't that amazing? Oh, man, it was was kind of melancholy, you know? It's melancholy for the old Miss X. Wendy W., also known as Miss X. I need to remind you all, listening live or in the archives, to please go to Zazzle.com. That's right the numeral three zazzlecom is x3 that is the easiest way for you to help keep this show on the air If you want to see especially hey all you clevelanders out there who want to see this type of programming continue you can pick up your t-shirts pick up your shirts we got coasters we got that guy out in la los angeles ben Straun, an illustrator who is doing my caricature that I'm going to bring to you know, my Wasteland. first weekend in April, Strongsville, Ohio. Strongsville, Ohio. So get back. Pick yourself up a T-shirt. Pick yourself up a mug. Pick up a key ring. Don't be so cheap. And go to Zazzle.com slash X 3 I get for a little of the profits anyway, but at least it would help me. Some make some money to keep the show on the air. Also, give a listen to some of my archived shows right here at slash miss hyphen X. Thank you, Francie, for saying that you love the sound of my voice, my dulcet, dulcet voice. And now you're going to go to a little Dracula. Always got to have a little Dracula. Always oh, need a little huh? I feel like a teacher.
1: Josie, there
0: Dracula. that looks like one of my relatives. <laughs> Us being from Hungary, Hungarian. Us being from Hungary. Do, do, do. Yep. Do, 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 do. Our topic for tonight, as
4: promised.
1: Werewolves.
0: <laughs> this is our... Talk for tonight, werewolves, are they real? The legend of werewolves, or the werewolf? not werewolves with an F, it's werewolves with a V. We have a little English teacher here. Oh, ah, I sound like one, don't I? Miss X turns into an English teacher. We want to thank everybody who joined us on our show today and remind you to listen live or in the archives. But listen, all you horror fans, all you weird, spooky, spooky fans, anybody that likes the really great old films that we were talking about earlier, like the original Universal Classics, you also need to check me out on my cable show, which Dale was nice enough to call into. Thanks, Dale. I know Dale's not on anymore, but we'll see it in the archives. Like I think anybody actually got through all those less music clips that I play, music. I don't think anybody's really still listening. <laughs> That's hilarious to think that they are. But if you are, you can listen in my archive, and you can also go to YouTube.com, DK Spook Show, all one word, YouTube.com, DK Spook Show, to see some of the spooky, skeleton, scully things that Dale does on his show, Spook Show. On Amherst Cable, channel 98, Cable. cool. They really are great people there and funny, too. Hey, they let Miss X on the air after, like, 20 years when nobody else would. They let me be on TV doing skits and stuff that I love to do. You also want to check out, well, you know, what you should do is just go on the right side of my page at blogtalkradio.com slash miss-x. You're there already, aren't you? We know you're there already. And look at my links. And on my links are great pages like bigchuckandlittlejohn.com and my very appropriate film for this week, The Werewolf of Washington. Woo! <laughs> Get it? Werewolf
1: of Washington.
0: Oh, what a classic that was, right?
1: Woo!
0: Mecanthropy comes from the Greek. Lycoid, wolf, and anthropos. Yeah. the magic
1: of the world is one of the most ancient in my.
0: They are. And there's Talk to Me. They have a picture of the werewolf, but only his head is a wolf, and the rest of his body is that of a man. I guess that is how it was in the old werewolf movie with Lon Chaney, wasn't it? Hmm. Okay, then. Just the claws and the werewolf's head, and the rest of it just the body. So, I don't know. They call them shapeshifters, and they say the shapeshifter myth can be found all over the world from China all the way to Brazil and Haiti. See, I always thought that the wolf man turned into the whole body of the wolf. Oh! It is really weird how you feel weird at at a full moon now, isn't you? Anybody else feel really weird at the time of the full moon? Like, Like me? And this is one of my favorite lines from an old TV show that I saw about
1: the werewolf. The kid stands up and says, Wolf and
0: moon meaning luna, and luna meaning moon. So when we talk about the lunar time, we're talking about the moon. No, I'm not doing a science show here, or a philosophical show. I'm just giving you an idea. The history of the werewolf. Some of the earliest accounts of werewolves do come from Romania, and to Greek sources of it which many of you already know the earliest accounts of werewolves, come from Romania. Maybe you know, maybe you don't know. I know, But they do. And how tale, is it a myth or is it reality? That is our question for today. Is the werewolf real or is this another shape-shifting myth? And those of you that don't know about shape shifting, and I think that a lot of people that listen to these shows do, because you listen to shows like Coast to Coast AM. Come on, don't you? You know you do.
1: You know you love it. You
0: know you do. You listen to Coast to Coast AM out there on the radio, and they're always talking about shape shifting. Well, there was shape shifting was around long before there was the concept or term and terminology for shape-shifting, and it went by different names. I never thought of the werewolf of turning into a werewolf as being shape-shifting. Shape-shifting to me rather means someone who is actually changing life in front of you. They can't. It, it's like when you look at a chair and you say, that's a chair, and it turns out to be a person. I have heard tales from people on these different shows who are able to turn themselves into that, or at least to give the image of that? There's a big difference between actually turning into something and just giving the image of it. I think I know why I Miss X has to do shows on Black Dark Saturday Nights alone. She has such a big mouth that none of the men can handle it. <laughs> so beautiful, too. So beautiful. She'd be out on so many dates tonight. whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Werewolf facts and other very, very interesting information can be found on mythicalrealms.com. You want to go to mythical realm, legends, and werewolves. And they even show you what the current moon is. So when there is part covered, which looks dark to us, and the rest of the moon, which looks white to us, I suppose is uncovered never quite understood why maybe one of the scientists out there can explain that to me something to do with the sun fantasy castle gifts and then they have these great pictures of this gargoyle type creature holding a big long old-fashioned key with wings on and i'm so sorry that my screen decided to freeze up right in the middle of the werewolf story that must be because I am a <laughs> I hope the kids were listening into the show tonight and were able to realize that I have a clip-up of Soup's beginning show with It's a Bird! It's a
1: plane! It's
0: Superhost! Give me that shoe! Give me that shoe! I hope you're able to see that on my homepage. It's right there on my homepage below my other information. And... Blogtalkradio dot com slash Miss X. So that I will not be just sitting here talking to myself. I will try to get back to my page even though of course, well, my werewolf page isn't running. The page isn't running. So it is time for Miss X
1: to go out and all the dark
0: clouds,
1: you
0: know. if anybody out there? can figure out. I'm shape-shifting right now. I'm shape-shifting my voice. Anybody out there can figure out about headphones and the use of headphones and Skype. Please get back to me. You know, help a girl out here. Because when I use Skype, I always want to call it Skype. When I use Skype during my live shows, and believe me, this is live, it's to, how shall we say, make me unable to use my headphones. If I plug my headphones in, my headphones? like right here, uh, don't you love when people do this on the radio. I plug my headphones in, right here, Come, you can't hear me. See, I can hear you, but you can't hear me. I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Because... I was just on... had my headphones on. Well, my computer is like totally to be jamming up right now, so Miss X is going to go out and howl at the moon, and she will be back, momentarily, as soon as she is able to fix her crazy computer problem. With It's a Wacky World, Getting Wackier, and man is it ever. Right here on b Talk
1: Radio.
0: This program is heard every Saturday night and in keeping with the tradition of the great, the one, the only great super host, oh, dear thing is that. He had a show on Saturday back night, every Saturday afternoon. And I occasionally do shows for all you people that have kids out there. I do do a show during, sometimes on Saturdays, you know, when I get up in time and not really tired and exhausted. I will do a show right here with the Wacky World Dove where I will show cartoons, show, in quotes, and or let you listen to cartoons and the wonderful old movies that we all know and know that is on Saturdays. Well, the kids can get to hear Godzilla over the radio. Why would they want to? I don't know. Just give me a break, will you? And go to my page at blogtalkradio.com slash miss hyphen. And at soup would say, I don't have time for the sponsors. So for the sponsors now, here I go again with my little piece of paper. Oh! Oh, yay. Come on back
1: in, gang! Woo! This I hold in my hand. Voila! Sponsor of the evening. Yes! Yeah, sponsor of the evening. Woo!
0: Okay. Sponsor for tonight. You want to go to, if you watch your calligraphy, artwork, do you love sci fi? You know you do. You little sci fi person, you. If you are totally into fantasy art, if you live on another planet, or you think you're from another planet, then you're going to need to go to www.maidensoftheotherworlds.com. Now, this site is awesome. The artist Catherine Summerless has some incredible work there, and she is a supporter of the show. She is expert on all things mythical and fairy. So please go choose maidens of the com oh, That's one of my wonderful supporters of the Wacky World of because I am
1: Wendy the Wacko! So, of course, that's where you want to be. maidens of the
4: otherworld.com.
0: Now we're going to remind you once again that in on my homepage, you can also listen to the Legend of the Green Children. That was a pretty cool show that I did last week. We also had a show back on January 17th, Cinema Wasteland, where I talk all about how I'm going to help com. The Creamy, white, alabaster, flesh. This the appearance. And now we're going to go to another great, another Cleveland great horror host, Big Chuck and Little John. In this case, hand and Big Chuck. We present, man, is this a great one. This is also on my homepage. Close Encounters of the Weird
1: Kind.
0: I had to hear every Friday night growing up in Cleveland. Did you like that laughter at the end there? All you people that are outside of the Ohio, the state of Ohio and the Ohio area, what did you think about that laughter at the end there? Questions? Comments? Get back to me at my page here at oh, dot com. Big Chuck was a horror host and then he started showing regular films, but he was a horror host, basically. And that little clip that I just played for, me, for you was from his show. And if I have to explain it to you, it will lose great effect. So what you need to do is go to the following website for all the information. BigChuckAndLilJohn.com And it's Lil, L-I-L, okay? BigChuckAndLilJohn.com And I want to hear from you. I want to hear if you check the site out. I want to hear what you think about those great people that influenced me on their great TV show, Channel H. Cleveland, Ohio. And we would stay up all night till like 2 a.m. in the morning every Saturday night, and he would show the most boring British movies. And man, were they boring. And they were like horror films that they were supposed to be, but they were all done like on set. They were all done like on a theater set, you know, because I'm over here
1: <laughs> playing this X. He's over here, abandoned, stranded, snowed in with the weather,
4: and we're going to have
0: to go too, because you're not understanding what I'm talking about, <clears throat> about how we fell asleep on the couch with our popcorn and our and stuff, listening to Big Chuck and Little John and watching them every Friday night, which is one of the reasons I do a show on Saturday night, because that's the best night, that is the best night. To do a horror film show. We're going to have to go to Laos MD right now. That's a great say, okay. Yeah. Man, what a great doctor he is.
1: And the next one. Yeah. Yes, that's a spooky, spook show music. <laughs> From my show. Spook show.
0: And our next one is going to be dedicated for all you little and all the rest of the people, you'll know what I'm talking about in a minute when I play it for you. Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Man, this one is a classic. Another one from Big Chuck and Chuck. <laughs> oh, doctor, doctor. This time machine is so wonderful. Oh, <laughs> you
4: know
0: it'll work a because it's very important. I used to act this one out all the time too when I was a kid. Hold <laughs> on, When you're acting you it out when you're a teenager, it's pretty sad. Can we talk? Can we talk?
1: Sure, I'll to do? It, just a it What is
0: your IQ? Oh, I don't know, 75, 80? Oh, Dr. Doctor, doctor, may I do this one? Good job, here is my patient. Oh, thank you. Let's see if
1: we can take it up for 150, all right. Hundred and fifty.
0: Good evening, gentlemen. I noticed that your equipment runs on. I don't flaw. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Doctor, what have we
1: created? A Pittsburgh Steelers fan.
0: Oh, pitch
4: puke. I waited
0: all my life to be able to say on air, pitch puke. Going, mm-hmm. oh. may, may I and the
1: activity
0: are going this one doctor. Make sure your isometric figures are correct. That's very important. And I'm so glad I remember the line for the show. I'm so glad I remember the line. Penny.
4: Yeah. It-